extremely grateful to be alive, uh, actually leaving California, heading to Kentucky, and, you know, uh, learning my, to balance balance it out. And what I mean by balance is not not listening all my life. I've, you know, I've talked about this in the past, and, and, you know, I've touched on how we've all been conditioned to listen from day one, you know, from, from the time that we were put on earth and, you know, we're in the home environment, we're constantly being told, you know, what to do and, and how to do things. And, you know, fast forward to, to elementary and middle school and high school, college, and, and, and even the workforce, we're, we're constantly told what to do. Um, and, you know, I've, I've transitioned over to getting in the, in, the, in the habit of talking more and sharing my point of view not completely eliminating listening and, and learning from individuals that are where we perceive we want to be um, and from people that are educated or or are consistent in a specific field business um, asset class sector whatever you want to classify it as but I'm, I'm still a big believer in, in getting to know yourself and evaluating where you are mentally um, and in my perception the best way to do that is by documenting by by vlogging by you know just creating podcasts, whatever it is that you're comfortable with. And what I found is, is for me to be able to, in a sense, judge myself, you know, that may be the wrong word or a better word that I could use is evaluate how much I've grown in life in general. If, you know, I feel like if we don't do it ourselves, we're, we're in a sense, not necessarily expecting, but we, it does feel good. We can't lie. It does feel good to, to get acknowledged when you're when you're growing in life. So being able to acknowledge that growth for yourself is vital. I feel it's it's more important than anything. In fact, I know one of the biggest reasons relationships do not succeed in life is because of, at least from a man's perspective, most men don't feel appreciated. And I could say that from from my own shoes and also from listening to other men that have overcome what I have, is they've They've taken actions or, or at least they, they believe they have uh, or they do specific things that they feel they should be appreciated for but don't receive that appreciation. So, again, it's, it's so much better. It's power when you could find ways to appreciate yourself. I feel that's the ultimate leverage in life is is being extremely grateful for all things and, and, and being able to see things for what they are. And that's how you perceive it, how, how grateful you are and what you learned throughout the process. But I just, uh, I don't have a specific story in mind, but I did want to at least share what comes to mind when it comes to some of the experiences I've been having uh, in meeting women in the marketplace. Uh, this is this is a huge transition in my life. Uh, and what I mean by transition, this is a growth phase. It's extremely stretching for for me to, to get in the habit of doing it consistently. And, you know, I, I've i learned from building multi-level marketing, from, from being a part of multi-level marketing business, that hesitation is devastation. And, and the more time I give myself, the more time that I allow my mind to come up with these different scenarios makes it harder for me. So. I've developed a habit to initially strike conversation with when I'm in that mode, whenever I go, let's say, inside of a Walmart or 
gas station, if I'm in that mode of talking to a bitch, a girl, I make the choice to to make sure I strike conversation immediately without overthinking anything. And that's been the key to me being able to that's been the key to me being able to do it successfully and and not overthink anything. And I've realized that after the second or third conversation of I get like in a roll, you know, I get in this like, like the fire turns on and I just go right after another, you know, I get rejected by one, I turn around, I see another chick and pump. I just strike another conversation. It's it's pretty crazy. And and you know, I say this because I've been in a position, I've been mentored by by individuals that would meet couples in the marketplace and I'd go I'd drive in the car and, and listen and read audios and, and listen to audios and just think like how the fuck is it that I could bring into you know, talking pre pre where I am right now, just talking where I was when, when I was developing businesses, you know, I was thinking to myself, how is it that these individuals could strike conversation and and lead a couple to a a business meeting, you know, from not knowing them to sitting down with them over a cup of coffee to leading them over to a, a business meeting full of other entrepreneurs and and just you know, a process. There's always a process to everything, but I've been able to utilize those those skill sets and, and do that in, in the marketplace and transition that, that thought, that idea to meeting women. Now, let's talk a little bit about success versus failure. I would say that depends on perception. Success versus failure depends on perception because have I developed? Absolutely. I've developed to the point where I care less about what anybody says, uh, let alone the person that I'm actually speaking with. And you know, I become more bold with what is it that I'm trying to communicate, the message, if you will. Uh, I remember a format we used to go by was uh, be friendly. It was foreign. It was friendly. Occupation. Ask, what is it that they do? Uh, touch more base on that. Dive deep a little more into that to not just go from question to question. So friendly occupation. You know, asking what is it that they do, and you know, maybe dig, diving deep a little more into, you know, do you, do you enjoy what is it? Do you do you enjoy what you do? Do you see yourself doing it long term? Is it just a job, or you know, is it a career for you? You know, that's touching on to occupation, maybe asking how long you've been doing it, what got you into that field. These are different questions to ask under the occupation category. And then from there, going over to recreation, right? So this is an acronym, and a, a, a form, if you will. A, a, yeah, a form. It's exactly an acronym, a form that you could take in, in approaching anybody in business, whether it is meeting a girl in the marketplace to, to have sex, or if it's to connect with somebody in business. So after occupation and diving deep into, or, you know, digging a little more into what is it that they do and why they do it, how they got into that field, you go over to recreation. And recreation is, you know, what do they do for fun? You know, trying to get them out of that. And the psychological, um, I guess the psychological benefits to this is, is phenomenal. You go from friendly to asking about their job, their career, which nine times out of 10, the person is not too happy about the job they do especially if you ask them do you see yourself doing this long term nine times out of ten they say no no it's just a job i'm just for me to make money to do a career blah 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 you know it's pretty uh repetitive when it comes to meeting a lot of people in the marketplace but 
So yeah, after you go from occupation, recreation, the psychological side of it is, so what do you do for fun? You know, a lot of people say, I don't really get a chance to do a lot of things for fun. And, you know, from there, just ask, okay, so if you don't like doing things for fun, what, what, you don't get a lot of chances to do things for fun. You could ask, okay, so what would you do if you had the ability to do whatever you wanted? If, you know, money wasn't an issue, what would you do? And then you get their mind rolling. You get them thinking about the things that they actually enjoy doing. And that pulls them out of the job mentality to the occupation, from the occupation job mentality to the recreation, to the things they like and enjoy doing. And, uh, you know, I recommend asking more questions around that as well. But here's the thing. When I say ask questions, and this is a, a, something that I am currently overcoming is... You know, sometimes I overthink on the environment I'm in and I feel as if I have to rush. But realistically, grabbing somebody's attention and the longer you get to hold that person's attention, I think uh, carries more weight in the next time you connect with the individual. Especially if you, if you hold that conversation and keep it geared toward the other person, right? So all these questions are geared, I'm, 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 I'm barely talking about myself. And sometimes I pause, I pause a little, and this is something that as I speak, I, I actually, and watching some of my videos, I've seen where I could adjust, is I don't really give a chance for the girl to ask me any questions. So what I could start doing is stay silent for a good five, maybe seven seconds, and see if they have anything in mind, if they'd like to know anything about me. But outside of that is... You know, giving giving the other party an opportunity to ask questions versus hammering them with a bunch of questions back to back. So after going to recreation and finding out what is it that they do, maybe connecting, seeing if there's a similarity in, in the things they do for fun, maybe finding something within me that I enjoy doing that would connect with their hobby to connect us psychologically. Um, then moving on to message. You know, message is pretty much closing. Always be closing. That's something that I was taught in sales is A, B, C's of sales is always be closing. Um, you know, I created a, an acronym myself is A, B, E, which is always be educating. But in this scenario, always be closing. So the message is pretty much having a standard pitch or a couple of different pitches, if you will, that qualify the conversation as a close right so you could have a long conversation in fact I'm, I'm pretty good with opening conversation i could strike conversation with anybody uh but if i don't have a close if i don't have an end game in mind then the conversation could be uh, it could be looked at different ways a waste of time or just a way to help somebody else get out of their own mind whichever way you perceive it is cool but the reason i share this is because most people nine times out of ten if you're out talking to women if you're out talking to, to prospects if you're out talking to couples there's a there's a point behind it there's a reason behind it and if there is you always uh, even a pastor or a evangelist if you will they have a message and no matter what they open with they close or they somewhere throughout the conversation make sure that you know the reason why they connected with you so for me, uh, at least in the context context of me meeting women, my closes have, I have a couple, but just to keep it simple, one of the main ones that I've been using is, so let me ask you, if I were, if I were to give you my number, would you use it? And, you know, that's been 
that's been pretty successful as far as me getting numbers. Um, sometimes I get a vibe of the girl saying, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, cause I don't want to waste time either. I want to make sure that there's some type of connection between the girl and I, I don't, that's, that's actually the reason behind me giving them my number because obviously I'm, I'm, I'm clearly interested in this girl. I've approached her in the marketplace. There's something about her that I want, whether it be pussy time, it's pretty much the two things that I can think of right now. Um, Maybe, you know, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so with that being said, with those two things in mind, if that's if that's what I want, I got I have to make sure I, I kind of lost my train of thought. But I have to make sure that I close and I, I let the message be known. There's always a reason behind the conversation. I'm not just talking to girls for no reason. I'm talking to girls because there's a, a end game in mind. But if you don't ask the question, that other person could literally enjoy that conversation. Say, oh, he was very nice and walk away and maybe remember you for life, maybe not. That's the importance of closing. In fact, I read a book on, uh, I read and then later on I listened to a book. I don't know. I just remember hearing it somewhere in my personal development journey is, you know, a lot of, a lot of reasons why people don't get what they want is because they don't ask right they don't ask they assume that we work from a tele telepathy state of mind or i don't know i don't really know how to word it but yeah that's that's not how it works you know we have to come how about this I'll, I'll share my perception i remember at one point i used to feel some type of way about situations um you know so many that i can't even recall a specific scenario right now but the point is that we expect others to to move or or know what's on our mind or, or you know just just take action like we expect them to take action but in all reality we have to realize that we all think different you know and that's to come to that realization that people don't know what i'm thinking no matter how mad or happy i am about the situation people will never will never know what i'm thinking and I can't expect them to. And that's a benefit in life. That's, if, as I talk about it, I, I find the magnificent uniqueness to that is we all have our own thoughts. We have right to our own thoughts. And nobody can get on our mind unless we allow them to. So with that being said is, is if you have a thought in mind, you got to get it out. You have to get it out and allow that other person. It's communication. Allow that other person to know what is it that you're thinking not only thinking, but what is it that you want, right? So I've, I've, I've become uh, very bold recently. I would say within the last two and a half years, I've, I've grown personally to not to care less about what others think and and really share my mind, you know, with less filter. And the more that people acknowledge it, the more it makes me want to do it because I see the, the appreciation that people give from me being blunt if you will that's the word for it the modern word would, would be blunt you know and they, I, yeah and it, it's 100 percent true it, it makes life so much easier when you just communicate from a genuine perspective you know share your failures and the good moments in life and uh that's that's a whole nother topic within itself but yeah just if you're out there if you're meeting i'm gonna keep this talk very short but if you're out there meeting women men, prospects, whatever the case may be, potential customers, clients, whatever, 
understand that you will have to go through a fucking horrible phase of, meaning the first, if I had to put a time frame on it, the first, it depends how consistent and how often you do it, how 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 serious you, you are about it, right? Because you could overcome your fear in a week or you could overcome your fear in seven years. It's really dependent on how often you work on your craft. And and I know this from experience because in, in, in meeting people for business, I remember you know making it so hard within myself and, and trying to pretty much come up with different scenarios on how I would handle the conversation and then it never went exactly how I planned like for a fact it never went how I planned so with that being said we get so hung up on what we don't have control over and one thing I know we do have control over is the actions we take and when we take action that's what yields the results that we want initially the results are not going to be pretty but it's all perception if you see the other side of the tunnel and understand that the more action you take the better the results will be and results come from failure initially you have to embrace failure and understand that without it you won't gain any success you won't gain any traction in fact i believe that a number key a number one a number a number one or a major key to success is embracing failure is learning from your failure and enjoying it being able to laugh at yourself at you know a stupid conversation that you struck or failing in business, losing money in an investment. The list could go on, but really understanding that failure is the key to success and embracing it, to me, is is top three in becoming successful. So with that being said, keep your mind strong, focus consistently, always be educating, and express gratitude continually. And remember, we are one.